Media Show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and here is my comedic co-host, Eleanor. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Jeff. That I might be over-exaggerating, but we try. I try. Well, if you think about our sister episode, you're also that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be doing the, the classic theater comedy tragedy duo this time, right? Yep. Uh, it's it's something I don't really know about you. I feel like I should. Are you really into stand-up at all? Um, I... Excuse me. I... I, Yes. Sometimes. It really depends. I have, like, a few favorites. I've gone to, like, a few stand-up shows. Um, like, Daniel Tosh is maybe the biggest one I went to. Oh, I went... I saw Conan. That was a big one. When he was doing, like, his tour. Um, but, um, I, I think it ebbs and flows. I really need to find, I don't watch a lot of it. I have just the certain ones, I guess. Who do you like, uh, typically? Um, I like, uh, Jim Gaffigan, uh, Conan, a, I used to like Dane Cook a long time ago. I don't even know if he does anything anymore. I get it. Some people don't get it. He was really funny. Yeah, and especially, I, like, I, we were in high school when he was big, so it was kind of like that yeah. bro-frat humor, like, teenage humor. Yeah. Um, Do you like, like, a Pete Holmes or, like, a Hannibal Burris? I haven't, I haven't listened to a lot of either of them, to be honest. Uh, what about Do you? you? Like a, Do you have favorites? Uh, I've listened to stand-up for a long time. I, a long time ago, I pirated all of i shouldn't say this i pirated all of the comedy central presents yeah like all all of it like all there's like 15 seasons of it and i like listened to all of them just like and there's uh, yeah. there's a lot of good in there and a lot of bad and like a lot of people you're like oh whatever happened to that guy that guy and some of them are like kevin hart is like has a really early one in there really uh yeah. jimmy pardo has an early one Patton Oswalt. A lot of people have like ones and you're like, oh man, like these people might have not been good or might have not gotten like seen if it weren't for this thing. Yeah, it's definitely stand up's definitely an art. I've gone to a few like stand up open mics. I was into local comedy for a while. Sure. But um the writing it is just like It's tough. Yeah. It's very hard. It's very like I think you really have to be a specific kind of writer to come up with it yeah i think a point could be made that saying like i think it's harder than acting i don't know much about acting but i feel like it would be harder than acting because it's you know you have a writer who's making up your words i know some actors like they have a some type of like decision over what they say but sometimes they don't don't know yes and acting is usually reactionary too and like you're acting with people so it's yeah stand up it is just you're there you yeah. one person has like to captivate the entire audience yeah yeah uh yeah to, and i guess we'll get from there into our movies do you have a movie or two um yeah i i i think um the seth rogan evan goldberg movies are probably the comedies I've have been most consistent with, I guess, since I was I don't know college age when I started watching them. Give me uh, a few. What? Oh, uh, like uh, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg. Yeah. 
that an actor? I don't know that person. I don't know that name. Is it Evan Goldberg? Is it? Oh, I have to look it up. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Gene, he's uh, like his James right. Franco. No, Evan Goldberg is just the, a writer that works with Seth oh. Rogen, and he does like all the Seth Rogen movies you think of, like um, oh. uh, Pineapple Express and Superbad. Um, okay, because I know he's like a big Apatow guy too. Yeah, um, yeah, it is Evan Goldberg. Uh, yeah, he's he's like the unseen guy. He's the writer, but Seth writes with him and does all the acting um but yeah pineapple express is probably my favorite it's just an stupidly outrageous thing and i just i laugh every time in every scene to that movie um and like super bad like i said that one too uh it's just oh man michael Sarah, always great and jonah hill that movie, um, Superbad, was written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, and it was is essentially about themselves and like uh, they were going to play themselves, but they got too old by the time they finished writing it. So Seth Rogen's the cop, and that's who he plays in it. Yeah, I it think... is like, I, isn't like Seth uh, Michael Sarah kind of old in that too? He's probably like in his yeah, like, this <laughs> is like thirties or something. Yeah, it was definitely after Arrested Development. He was in his, it was like, what, 2006 or 7? Yeah. Yeah. So he was, yeah, he was definitely older. Playing like a 18 year old or whatever. Yeah, and Jonah Hill is pretty old, too. <laughs> they just, they looked that way so long. Michael Sarah still looks that way. Jonah Hill, not so much anymore. Yeah, his kind of figure kind of throws him in and out of things, which is, yes. uh, he's up and down. Way. Yeah. He's on the yo-yo. Yeah, what did yeah. you have? for? Uh, is that the only movie you had? Just that one? Cause, uh... Uh, just a few, yeah. Superbad and uh, Pineapple Express. Have you ever seen either? You've seen Superbad. What about Pineapple Express? No. Uh, it, it always looks funny, but I've never actually watched it. Uh, and I don't really like Seth Rogen. I find him kind of obnoxious. I like, did, I... too, for a long time. <sighs> I hate Knocked I Up, but... Yeah, all of his Apatow stuff I'm just not a fan of. And I find I find his laugh to be awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I like him in a lot of stuff, but I don't know. It's a, I, I don't know how to take him, I guess. Yes, I can. I understand, because I was that way for a long time, yeah. too. Uh, I had a bunch of kind of classic stuff. This is the stuff that like I think of that kind of molded my comedy sensibilities uh i think of uncle buck yeah I love, I love john candy uh the mr bean movie which i've seen like a hundred times <laughs> and uh monty python and the holy grail which is its own thing right yeah i don't know like i my mother also loved uncle buck and i, I don't know it's it's kind of has that i don't know if it's a john hughes movie but it has that kind of like 80s feel feel good kind of sensibility to it right there's a lot of humor in there that probably doesn't you know pan out today right same, <laughs> same with all these movies that i just named like monty python like i i'm not sure any of it really holds up like it's such a thing that's like off the time and i feel like referencing any of that humor is just like it just drives people up <laughs> the way they respond to it 
Yeah, I'd like to get a younger person's opinion on older movies. Show it to Des. I will, probably. Yeah. I was asking him about my music the other day, and he said it wasn't old people music, so maybe he'll like the movies. And uh, Mr. Bean, I don't know. We, we <laughs> I, saw it a bunch of times at like sleepovers and stuff. Yeah. Kentons or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, I, will, I will just find that kind of like I, I don't know how to explain it. I've always enjoyed that stupid, like, I'm, I just have this weird reactionary thing going on, and it's me and my chatty a lot of the time. It is on show. Do you remember the show? Yeah, did you know anything about the show before the movie? I had watched it, but, like, I, yeah, I don't know if I could tell you anything about it now. Yeah, I, uh... I had no idea. The movie was the first exposure I had to Mr. Bean. I was just like, what is this? I did not want to see it. My friend was, um, he had his birthday and his birthday party. We were going to go see it in theaters. And I was like, I do not want to see this movie. It looks ridiculous. He has a turkey on his head. It is stupid. <laughs> but uh, It I is en- a stupid movie. I enjoyed it. I was also like nine years old. So right. <laughs> just being a turd. <laughs> It's the type of movie you should enjoy when you're nine. Exactly, and I yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about TV shows? Uh, yes, I mentioned mine earlier, actually. I uh, have down Conan. Uh, I think he's really impacted my like sense of humor. And he's done so much in tv he wrote for the simpsons and he wrote for snl so he knows like so much so many people so many comedians that i watch like uh, bob odenkirk and uh, a lot of snl comedians and i used to watch him when he was on late night and then his brief stint in the tonight show and i've watched i did watch conan a little bit and yeah i I watched like his uh stuff where he goes to uh, i like he has like um have you watched conan without borders on netflix oh sure i I love a lot of that stuff like that and like clueless Clueless gamer yeah all the stuff with jordan and all that yeah jordan is so unsufferable (laughs) insufferable unsufferable yeah uh uh, yeah, I uh, I like when he does like without borders. He he has fun with it, but he also like he goes there to show like sides of countries and things, and expose or any like he uses his his comedy for good, I guess. Yeah, I, I've always been a big fan of Conan. I don't know, I I kind of clung to him. I never really did that with like maybe a little bit with Fallon, but like Leno or like Ken Lawl or any of those other guys, like like I. Do you remember the uh, Walker Texas Ranger lever? Yes, I used to love that. Or yeah. the, the oh, yeah. famous people with like the holes in their mouths, and they would like do the they put like other mouths there. Like they'd have like Saddam Hussein, but they'd have like somebody else's mouth like superimposed into it. Yes, he always had this like yeah ridiculous, almost slapsticky humor. But then he was also super dry too, and I just love how he can go from one to the other. Yeah. And yeah, I listen to his podcast a lot now too. Yeah, yeah I'm really enjoying it. I yeah, it's cool how he just like sits down and has a conversation with people. It's it's fun. Uh, yeah, what did you have for? Uh, 
I did pick something that's somewhat... Oh, I picked a few things. I picked a bunch of sketch comedy stuff uh, and a few sitcoms. Uh, I picked SNL, yes. Matt TV, oh, yeah. Who's Line. Uh, uh, yeah. I, uh, I said BBC, because I, I know I said I like Mr. Bean, but I did watch <laughs> a lot of those. BBC, like, some of them were super dry, like um, Keeping Up Appearances. I used to really like that show, like Vicar of Dibley. Like a bunch of like shows that I feel like nobody watches, and nobody cares about. Yeah, you like a lot of British comedy. It sounds like. Yeah, uh, I also threw in there that I liked, and I can't defend it now, which is the Cosby Show. Yeah, guys, I I used to love Cosby. I think I've, I've mentioned this, and I don't know as a person of color that some people that listen to this podcast can't tell maybe or don't know me. <laughs> Like, it, a lot of those shows, like, Different World and, like, uh, I don't know, uh, not Martin, because I didn't like that one, <laughs> but yeah. maybe, like, Urkel or, like, keep, like all uh, Family Matters. I don't know. They meant a lot to me as, you know, kind of funny people of color on TV. Yeah, and Cosby Show was, like, at the time it was very influential because it was, like, a successful family of color, too. It was, like... Uh, they were both doctors, and yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, he's uh, OBGYN. I think she's a lawyer. Yeah, right, right. So it, I mean, it's terrible now, but I, yeah, it did a lot for, uh, like, comedians, interracial, not interracial, Jesus. <laughs> people of color at the time. Yeah, I don't know. It's and obviously what he did is indefensible and. Uh, you know we should condemn it but it it's kind of going into the thing of like artist versus art and you know you know you with that kind of thing i i can't watch that show anymore without feeling like i'm supporting him and there are some shows i watch that i'm like i don't know if i can support this like uh raruni kenshin the guy just got caught with uh child porn so i'm like like i can't enjoy this show anymore canceled yep yeah, 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 I could go into SNL and Matt TV and how much I love that stuff, but it, I know SNL's like massive in the culture. Matt TV kind of like came and went and then came for like a second. Did you see yeah. the reboot they did? No, I did not see the revival. It was, oh. yeah, it was on for like a season, that's it. Do you have a favorite SNL sketch? Uh... I loved Chris Farley. Yes. Um, so a lot of those stuff. I don't know. Like the, a lot of people like the uh, motivational speaker. <laughs> that was, uh, you know, it was a time when we liked Adam Sandler. So like his <laughs> dumb songs, like uh, like Lunch Lady Land, I think of a lot. Or um, the what is it, Canteen Boy with uh, Alec Baldwin, where he's trying to like seduce him as like a Cub Scout leader. Remember that one? No, I don't know. I don't think I've seen that one. Or like classic Will Ferrell when like get you know celebrity uh, Jeopardy and all yeah, that stuff. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, Who's Line too. Have you watched the Who's Line revival? No, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it meant a lot to me when I was yeah. growing up. I loved you know Ryan and Colin and Wayne and all those guys. Yeah, they're all still on it, which is awesome. Yeah, I know it's Aisha Tyler, right? Yeah. Yeah, and she's a good host, too. It's Mm. just like, I mean, 
They so they throw in a lot of like and guest starring this person from this CW show, blah blah blah. But I mean, it's still I mean they still interact very well together. That's cool. Uh, music, the one I feel like is weird. Oh, yeah, I got one. I, uh, do you remember Homestar Runner? Oh, what is that? It was like a Flash cartoon. It was a website. And it was, uh, you don't remember this at all? The Strong- name rings a bell, but do you remember I don't. Strong Bad and Strong Mad and The Cheat? I got super uh, obsessed with this, so. I, I recognize, like, the names, but I don't really know what it is. I don't know what ever did. Yeah, it was like a cartoon online. Um, and they had Strong Bad answered his emails and stuff like that. It was just a silly, stupid cartoon with uh, weird characters. And, and it was a musical thing? Uh, they had songs, and they did release an album at one point, like a collection of songs, which I bought because I owned so much Homestar Runner merch. You probably saw me wearing it. Uh, but yeah, and they had like, um, they have a couple songs on Rock Band and like Guitar Hero because they're, they had like a fake heavy metal band uh, called Limousine. That's right, but it was like spelled incorrectly, like Limo Z E E N. Um, but yeah, it was, they, I loved the CD because they had like fake heavy metal and stupid stuff like that. It was fun. I like dumb stuff like that. Spoof songs. But yeah, I, yeah. Oh, man, I bet the website is still running. I can. They all. Well, and they're probably not updating it anymore i'll have to look this up after we're done here i'm very curious what this is yeah check it out i'll have to i'm sorry because i i remember the name i just don't remember like anything about it is this like a jerky oh, do you remember voice trogdor trogdor the burninator that name sounds familiar uh man if yeah if you can't if you don't know Trogdor the Burminator off your top of your head. If it's something you'd like, you know. Yeah. You know. yeah. Is this a 90s thing? Uh, this it is was like early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, we were in high school. Sure. That's why I spent all my like job money on merch <laughs> for this. I feel like I remember you referencing it then, but me just being like completely clueless. But it's still, I don't know. It's probably one of those things like I was rejected. Because it was, like, too popular or something. Which I did probably. a lot of things. Yeah, I remember discovering it probably at one of the, our sleepovers. Huh. Someone showed it to me. They're all on YouTube, it looks like. Well, yeah, what do you have for music? Uh, I had two kind of comedy musician things. I had Bo Burnham uh, and Stephen Lynch, who kind of do, like, funny songs. And now Bo Burnham is, like, this huge... Well, maybe not huge. Maybe people still don't know who he is, but you know he makes funny songs, and he just made that movie recently. Right. Like, like he has like a song like "All my, like my parents think I'm gay" or something like that. Uh, he has a lot of different kind of like he started off as like kind of a YouTube star, and kind of progressed to other stuff. Like he's got a few uh, Netflix specials, which are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Lynch. He, was on Copy Center Presents, uh, and he's had, he 
been going on for a while. He was in a um, musical of the Wedding Singer, like the Wedding Singer musical, playing the Adam oh Sandler God. character. The yeah. Wedding Singer musical, there like is. on tour. Uh, it was on tour, and he won. A, oh. I think he won a Tony for it. Huh. Yeah, and he played the Adam Sandler character. Cool. Yeah, uh, I also worked on Weird Al because he was like a oh, huge yeah. thing in our childhood. And he seems like a really cool guy, but I don't know. It's not something I really listen to anymore. Yeah, he writes, uh, I know he did <laughs> the Captain Underpants. He does a lot of like uh, voice work in cartoons now. I yeah, he's in Bojack. Like, yeah, he guest stars in like a lot of kids' cartoons, though, like that i'm always like oh he's in teen titans go oh he's in my little pony oh he, i just hear him all the time yeah he seems he's like a cool guy in underpants uh i also wrote down which nobody except the few people that know us will understand which is robbie randall <laughs> big of a and thing that was hype master yeah how big of a thing that was in our high school years and how disturbing and disgusting it was we're gonna how have much to we tag, enjoyed it tag them in this <laughs> yeah. yeah uh it it was so like it's all like gross and like reprehensible like there's so much talk about like assault and yes. like and yeah but I, at the time we loved it and like like there's one of like doo doo rain which is yeah, just about, like just pooping on people doo doo rain doo doo rain there was one where it was just like them singing behind creed for like 15 minutes that's most of the songs i think yeah <laughs> just sing over other songs yeah like there was no like and like i don't know we loved it at the time and i i can't really defend enjoying no, it now that i'm thinking about the songs it's pretty terrible it was yeah yeah like they're so sophomoric but you know it, it was a big thing and we just loved it and we love those guys because they're freaking funny and hilarious and great yeah yeah the, it was more the concept was the funniest thing uh i definitely remember <laughs> one of our friends I, so, I'm gonna. I'll try to put this in code. I'm not gonna say last name at least. I remember Seth accusing someone at the lunch table of being Robbie Randall, and them having to defend themselves that they weren't, and all of us trying to cover it up as well. But it was funny that like Seth did wasn't unsure of who the identity of Robbie Randall really was. He had to know. I, I, I don't think he did that yet at that point. Yeah. Because <laughs> we all were like, no, no, man. They, they're from <laughs> this town. And stuff yeah, like they're that. from Gorham, I believe, originally. <laughs> yes. It was, yeah. yeah, but the, their, the concept of them was like that they were like eight-year-old rappers, but they were very <laughs> vulgar and disgusting. Yeah. And they're from two towns over from where we went to school. <laughs> And they had an online MySpace page. <laughs> That's right. It was a MySpace. That's how long ago yeah. this was. Yeah, it was, they were on MySpace, and the pictures would be like them holding like a baby, and it would be like <laughs> them like killing a dead baby. I remember that being one of the captions. Yeah. And them like doing coke, and they just have like powdered sugar in front of them. It was 
so stupid. <laughs> just pointing and, like, to like their Ford Explorers, like hubcaps. Yeah. And stuff yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it was cool to be a rapper back then. Yeah. I had a fake rap group. Do you remember my fake rap group? That it was, I was fake, technically I in. Were you in it? LMP. <laughs> yeah, the Lab I mean, Project. Did you write any songs? After, I think I wrote one that I never showed anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we only recorded one song, Vikings. Yeah. And then I had I had a lot of songs written, Electric Toothbrush Attack. I could write songs, I just don't know how to make music. And at the time, we were, like, recording onto a cassette, and then recording that cassette, like, onto the computer. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was kind of technically named after my nickname at the time. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, hey, La the substitute called you Loudmouth, didn't they? Yeah, the substitute called me Loudmouth. Yeah. And it became the Loudmouth Project, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And we all had nicknames. Yeah. Yeah. I was depacified. Everyone called me DP for short. Didn't understand sure. what it meant back then. <laughs> yep. I asked Adam if he knew. I was like, at the time, did you know what like uh, DP means? He's like, nope, not at all. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Glad no one was just making fun of me <laughs> to my face. Yeah. What was Adam's again? I can't remember. El Suave. El Suave. And, and Jeff I remember was, other the Jeff crouton. was fluffy. Fluffy? Yeah. <laughs> I remember there being like crouton being. Well, yeah, there was a crouton. I think we... he tried to change it because he didn't like Fluffy, which I understand why he wouldn't like yeah. that. But now he's like ripped because he was in the army. Yeah, because he yeah, was an army recruiter and everything. Yeah. yeah but he didn't want to write songs. <laughs> yeah. It's one to hang out, which is cool. Yeah, I think the we spent most of our time actually photoshopping our faces on the pictures, and that's what we spent most of our time doing, yeah. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> do you have a book? Uh, I do. I took some leaps on this. Fair enough. Uh, you haven't seen Rocky Four, right? I've seen, uh, wait, is it the one with Drago? Yes. I, I don't I think that's like the only one I haven't seen. Yes. Well, I haven't seen the Creed either. There is a sequel to Rocky Four. Yeah, called <laughs> and... Rocky Five. No, called it is in paperback book form and it is uh, called uh Finding Drago. And it's like an eighty six page uh book about this about uh Drago's son, I guess, and training it. So this is essentially the manuscript to Creed Two, I guess. I think I've heard about this. I don't know how. I might have told I'm... you about it because yeah, it was either you or I thought I heard it on like a Paul Shear podcast or something. It is because a podcast was made about it um, yeah. because the author's name was Leonard Noy, but he's not like published anywhere. They can't find anything. Oh, this podcast called Finding Drago was about um. Oh, the book is called, like, On Mountains We Stand, I think. And Finding Drago is the podcast. And it's, like, this investigative crime podcast, almost, where they're trying to track down this prolific author, Leonard Noy, because they can't find any books written by him. But he's, uh... 
all they can find is like reviews or just like I was wandering the desert I was wandering the beaches and I found this book in the sand by Leonard Noy it changed my life and, and I had to know more and there's just all these like crazy reviews like that and it's um it's a really funny podcast it's a really crazy book so there is one actual book yeah it's a real book and you can probably still buy it i think because i saw people getting copies of it after this podcast came out but yeah uh, i just find that ridiculously funny it turns out spoilers (laughs) this guy just got hired a like calendar slash brochure printing company to put his fan fiction on pretty much hmm. yeah every once in a while they make like weird novelizations like you know do you remember that movie surf ninjas yeah like, up, like there's like a book of that <laughs> somewhere yeah oh man i um yeah i was trying to come up with like comedy books and i can't remember any like i don't think i've read a purely like humor book i've never even i was trying to think of like um there's a lot of biography autobiographies by comedians but i've never actually picked one up i was wondering if you have uh i actually have Patton oswald's uh two books on tape there's yeah. they're so good i definitely recommend both of them uh, cool. One is about his addict, his addiction to movies, where he saw like six hundred movies in a year, like something insane, like that. And maybe it wasn't that many, but it was like he lists all of them, and then he kind of talks about them in the in the book. And it's also kind of like interlaced with his time where he was doing this, like like in like religiously, like he would go do his bit, and then he'd come home and watch a movie and like journal it, and he'd like mark it down in this thing called like the. Um, it is, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's this huge catalog of like weird movies. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Silver Screen Fiend. Love it. I, um, and either of those books, does he talk about being in Blade 3? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, he man. talks about being in Down Periscope. <laughs> I guess he's got a lot of crazy stories about being in Blade 3 and like working with Wesley Snipes. It's on, um, I've heard one on uh, YouTube where he talks about it. He talks about that. He does this thing called the Danny Zuko story, where he talks about the bad guy from um, Karate Kid and how, uh. like, his story and, like, how his character followed him through multiple movies. Like, that was <laughs> that actor. It was really funny. It's really good. Um, I did list, I kind of cheated on mine also. I I just wrote that I've got a few things I wrote two I'm not going to really talk about because I've talked to it before Catch-22 and uh, Kurt Vonnegut books because they're super funny and weird and dark and dry I also wrote down there's this app called Webtoon I don't know if you know it uh, uh yeah there's one I read called uh, My Giant Nerd Boyfriend which is this girl and kind of her it's just like a short kind of webcomic that this girl draws yeah. about her life as an artist and her boyfriend's an artist and it's it's cute and it's funny it's a, it's also short i think i have seen those they've got a bunch of really good comics in there that are just like nobody will ever know about for the most part yeah uh i also wrote down uh, the funnies <laughs> as far as uh 
stuff from the newspaper that I enjoy. Like, I've always been a big Dilbert fan, even though it's just kind of like nothing. Yeah. Same, same with Peanuts yeah. and that kind of stuff. What about Calvin and Hobbes? I was never really into Like, I wanted to get into it. I just, I don't know. I love it was Calvin a bit, and Hobbes. Yeah, I know. I know you do. I just, I don't dislike it. I just never got into it at the right time, I don't think. But I, I doesn't have like an ending that's kind of satisfying to it. I don't know if I've ever read the final one. I think they're it's supposed to have like, you know, like a Toy Story three type of thing. Yeah, I, I think I he, thought. Yeah, because I, I I know he like quit when he wanted to quit. Pretty much, they usually a lot of I don't know that actually. <laughs> I don't know if they do quit. I was gonna make a blanket statement that because Charles Schultz quit, but then he like died a week later, didn't he? I don't know. I'm not I really think sure. Something like that happened. Like Peanuts cartoons are still going, and I think it says written it's, by Charles Schultz or something. I think it's his son. Uh, okay. I believe. I believe. Allegedly. Yeah. Like I still enjoy Peanuts. Everyone like they're not, you know, hilarious to me, but I enjoy them. They're cute. All those yeah. you know, comics and their big Nate and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, did you have a video game? Yeah, I did. Um, I have Earthbound. You never played this, though, right? Correct. I'm aware of it. It's NES. Yeah, it's NES. If you play Super Smash Brothers, you know NES. Uh, and this is his game. It's this. It's actually Mother Two, but we never got Mother One in the U.S. Or three. Or three. Yep. We just got Earthbound. And it is just this weird game. It's this weird RPG. It's got weird characters. Like, you fight puddles of barf and stuff like that. And this game also came with, like, scratch and sniff stickers. So you, like, had smell-o-vision as well when you played the game. And, and there's just all these, like, Mr. Saturn is this, like, weird village of weird thumb people, I guess. Like, you know, the item Mr. Saturn from... Super Smash. Smash. So yeah, you've like, actually played this game? Yeah, I've gotten through like half of it, I think. I haven't beaten it. Is it it's on the hard. SNES Classic? Yeah. Is that how you played it? Yes. Okay, I didn't know if you had like an emulator or like played no. it when it originally came nope. out. Yeah, I because it's very long. It's difficult too. But and there's a kid named Pooh in it also, so that's funny. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you fight, like, crazy zombie shopping cart ladies and just, like, all these weird enemies. And, yeah, and the barf. <laughs> but, yeah, there's probably weirder stuff after that I haven't even... I've heard it's a good story, and I, I've heard it might, like, fan theories that it's connected to Undertale. Undertale looks, like, super based on it. Like, Undertale's definitely... It's yeah. just like that, that's how... Somebody created a fan theory that Sans is Ness after huh. he's died. That yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's a super endearing game though, and yeah, it's it's non, it's definitely unconventional. There's like a point where you have to get into somewhere and like the you learn from someone the only way to get in there is to knock on the door and then wait 
three whole minutes so you have to like not touch the controller for three minutes and then they let you in it's it's a super odd game but it's fun uh did i think they had an n64 version of it also like i remember really that being in like nintendo power a long time ago like they had a thing that was like earthbound 64 i don't know if it ever like truly uh, came about yeah. but maybe it did I I almost want to say I remember the box art to that. Yeah. Earthbound sixty four, huh? I, I think it is. Is it the big star guy? Kind of like standing uh, there. Oh yeah, what, I can't remember his name. Is it's just Starman? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Earthbound sixty four. Oh, but did not materialize. A North American yeah. version was announced. 60% pr- oh it was cancelled cancelled I remember it appearing in a uh, I don't know how I remember that it appearing in like a magazine in Nintendo Power a long time ago but I wasn't sure if it ever actually came about so there we go yeah oh the list of cancelled games it's fun to dive into sometimes yeah see what yeah. might have been yeah, or like there's games that are almost finished and then, yeah. Like I know they just, it is kind of interesting to see like Shenmue 3 pop up. I know that's a huge like beloved game that like people were waiting for the ending for years and it came about because of like fan contributions. I don't know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, comedy games are... I don't know. They're, I can't. I guess they're becoming more often because they're indie games. I think have yeah. great writers sometimes. Um, yeah, I think somewhere in like uh, like I don't know that it's like a hilarious game, but like I know there's a lot of funny writing in like Stardew Valley, which we yeah. both enjoy. Yeah, um, and like uh, have you ever seen Donut County? Yeah, yeah, the one with the raccoon, the whole creator. Yeah, like that game is. There's a lot of dialogue in that, but it's all pretty funny. So, like it's, it's fun. Yeah, I, I picked one, kind of from my. I picked a few different ones again. That's what I do. One is from my childhood. I haven't played these types of games in a long time. Point and click, specifically King's Quest. I don't know if you ever played those as a kid. No, not King's Quest. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I think that and like Monkey's Island or Secret of Monkey's Island have yeah. like a lot of like they're kind of known as these kind of very funny quirky things where you know I think I remember like there being different like different things depending on what type of button. So you'd have like you can grab it, you can look at it, you can talk to it. I think smell might have been a thing or something, or you could. Mm-hmm. So you could be like, talk, and you could just like click on the ocean, and like the narrator would be like, Alexander calls out, but no one answers. I don't know, <laughs> like huh. just stupid stuff. Or you could like grab, like have the grab thing be to put on people, and like I'm sure the guard wouldn't like you to touch them that way or some like weird thing. I don't know. I always remember enjoying like it's kind of this you know very dry thing, but I don't know. It was I always thought it was well written. 
Yeah, I've never played either of those. I remember Monkey Island, but I never played it. And I know, like, the sword fighting bits are kind of, like, famous now from Secret of Monkey Island, where it's like, you know, uh, you look like a cow or whatever it is. You fight like a, what is it? You fight like a dairy farmer. How appropriate. You fight like a cow or whatever it is. It's <laughs> like, they kind of have this rhetoric where they're uh, sword fighting and you have to lose sword fights where you you're actually fighting with insults so you're like uh. ga- you're gaining like new insults to new insults and you kind of have to like do an insult battle while you're sword fighting but <laughs> the insults are where I control it that's cool that's fun yeah uh, I also wrote down these two are just kind of like eh. Elder Scrolls Oblivion mainly because it's just you know, Bethesda has some issues with their, like, kind of localization, and, like, they have a lot of glitches. And I always remember, like, you going into one of, like, the dark, like, Oblivion realms, and, like, a guy just comes up to you, like, one of the first bad guys when he sees you, he's like, he just screams, he's like, yo! Human! And, like, I don't know, it's just, there's a lot of silliness. It's unintentional, but <laughs> I, I find it kind of funny. And they've got, like, this really kind of like stupid sense of humor where they give you this uh, I think there's an item called like uh, boots of blinding light and what it does is it makes your characters not be able to see like yeah. alright I see what you did there with those <laughs> stupid they just troll on you yeah same with the the last one was Dragon Age Origins where it's you know it's kind of based on your you know decisions of what to say but i don't know there's a lot of funny writing in there between like in kind of banter because you kind of have a bunch of party members and what they say and what they talk about i know alistair is a kind of fan favorite as far as what he talks about and you ask him about his like sex life and he's like what are you asking me like and i think there's a line that they mentioned like are you asking me if i've ever licked the lamppost in winter? Is that what you're doing? And it's, I don't know. <laughs> I remember that line. I remember that being one of the lines. Like, have you ever licked a lamppost in winter? Is that what you're asking me? I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Weird. That's all I had. <laughs> Alright. I think I mentioned it earlier. Uh, I have a quiz. It's not... It is a comedy quiz but it is you know it's kind of eh alright I'll see what I can do alright my first question I looked this up earlier <laughs> what is the highest grossing comedy film uh, highest grossing comedy film is it uh... the answer kind of annoyed me I'll give you a clue. It's animated. It's animated. Yeah. What the hell? It was. I looked up. I looked up. Yeah. It was on IMDb. Highest grossing comedy. Is it a children's movie? Yes, it is. Is it? Uh, I don't know. A Toy Story. No. What? It's. Uh, it's. Uh, oh, do you want another guess? Or do you want to tell you? No. Go. Go ahead. It is Finding Dory. Oh. Boo. Yeah, right? It's not even that great. Yeah, I was. I looked this up and I'm like, there can't 
the, this can't have been it. But, I mean, I know Finding Nemo was a huge thing and people liked it. But And maybe if I had done, like, more extensive research, I might have found something that was higher. But I looked it up today. That's what IMDb said. We're going with that. All right. Uh, I kind of focused on a few different actors. Uh, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, Ben Stiller, from being from our childhood, kind of favorites and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, what is Jim Carrey's most successful movie as far as box office? Uh, is it The Grinch? No. Really? Bruce Almighty. Really? Yeah. Hmm. How about Robin Williams? Same question. Uh, is it Aladdin? No. Damn. <laughs> Night uh. at the Museum. Ugh. I know. I think one way to think about this is... Are these is, adjusted for inflation? Uh, I don't know. I yeah, Probably not, because... Ones. Like, if you think about that, probably came out in, like, 2008. And, like, he probably had... Aladdin came out in 96. So if you had adjusted it, it might be higher. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I definitely didn't see Night in the Museum in theaters. And that's what I'm basing this on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I bet at this point, like, because of resales and stuff, I'm sure it surpassed it. But, I don't know, it was a popular movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Ben Stiller's is kind of annoying, and I'm sure there's some type of... It's not right. <laughs> but, like, what do you think? What do you think? Um... These are based off of, like, various listicles, so maybe I'm wrong, and I'll maybe I'll have to add correction later on it's a sequel if that helps it's a sequel uh it's not mystery men 2 because that never nope. happened is it meet the Fockers? yes it is i believe yeah. that one i do believe that really one. i i didn't like meet I, the it's parents. not good but I, yeah. I like meet the parents better but i that was like his peak career i think yeah on that time probably true uh meet the parents was such a big hit i didn't like either of those movies I like that first one. What is Robert Owen's first non-TV movie? So not a TV movie. His first Robin Williams' first non-TV. I wonder if you've seen this movie. Is it Dead Poet Society? Nope. Uh, I'll give you another actress from it. Shelley Duvall, I think. Or maybe Shelley Long. Does not help. What if I told you he's in the Navy in this film? Kind Still of. not helping. What if it's based on a cartoon character? Is it Popeye? Yeah. No. Have you, what? <laughs> yeah, that's his first non-TV movie. It's like the 19... When did that come out? It's like 1980. I thought that came out in the 90s, huh? Yeah, have you seen that? Uh, P, uh, Like the end of it, I saw it. It was on TV once. Yeah. It's not great. It's kind of also yeah. a musical. He was fun. just muttering to himself. <laughs> what the hell is this? Yeah. Really? I thought that he had, he was a big name, and that's why they made him Popeye. He had already been on, like, Mork and Mindy, and he had been on oh, some TV that's movies. True. That's right. So he was a big name, and he had already done stand-up. But I think this was his first, like, actual movie. I think yeah. his next movie right after that was, like, either Good Morning Vietnam or, like, Dead Poet Society. Yeah. Uh... How many movies are in the Ace Ventura franchise? 
it's um there is there three with there's like a prequel isn't there there are yeah there you're correct there are three okay. the third one is a sequel and it's Ace Ventura Junior Pit Detective oh yeah I knew it, it was, was a kid it wasn't yeah. with Jim Carrey though right it's supposed to be his son yeah okay it was made in 2009 uh, and I when I was reading about this apparently they're rebooting it oh terrible yeah it's... I heard that there were three series that they listed that they're gonna potentially reboot later on. One being Major League, uh, the other one being Ace Ventura: Pet Detective, and Young Guns, which is like a western which is with a bunch of like you know hot stars. Yeah, Ace Ventura did uh, does not age well at all. No, no, it doesn't. Not at all. It's I used to really like. Now. Yeah, I used to really like when Nature Calls, but. I'm sure, like, a lot of the stuff, like, with the African people, like, it's like, uh it's, like, cringeworthy yes. now. I wouldn't doubt it, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask you the same. How many in the Night at the Museum series? Uh, is there three in that one? Yes, there are. Can you name them? Uh, no. I, I, there's the, I, <laughs> Night at the Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, midnight at the museum mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> wake up time at the museum. Yep, you got it. You, you got it. it right, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Battle of the Smithsonian and Secret of the Tomb. Right, okay, I knew one had <laughs> Smithsonian in it. Yeah, I didn't know there was a third one, honestly, until I looked this up. I thought there might have been like 20 like direct-to-DVD sequels or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same with Ace Ventura, I thought there were more. I thought there were like five. There was a TV show of Ace Ventura. I remember that. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was a cartoon. I think so, yeah. Uh, Last question. You're familiar with George Carlin? The comedian. What are his seven dirty words you can't say on TV? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Are you familiar with that bit? Yeah, uh, I've heard of it. I never heard the bit. I just... Can you guess what they are? Um... Are they really the ones you can't say on TV? At the time. At the time. At the time. Pre- I know what, like, most of them are. <laughs> I know what words you can't say on TV, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you can abbreviate if you'd like. Yeah. F-bomb, right? Yep. Um, see you next Tuesday? Yep. Um, I mean, now you can say sugar, honey, iced tea, but... <laughs> yep, that's one of them. Okay, you couldn't back that. So you got four more. Um, although they do say these on TV now. Uh, yeah. Because they said see you next Tuesday on a show I watch all the time. Really? That is yeah. shocking. They what say show? it a lot. Uh, the Magicians. On Not on Netflix, on TV? No, yeah, it's on the Sci-Fi what? Channel. Yeah, they, they say like MFR. <laughs> That's one of the other ones. That's four. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was just included with F-bomb. Nope. Um, he, he listed as one of the seven words. Uh, you got three more. Uh, two are more kind of low key. It's GD. No, okay. it is the one I'm thinking of is a two part word. It has to do with uh, uh, <laughs> phallic intake. Uh, penetration. No. <laughs> oh, Think about oh, BJ. Yeah. 
Okay, face the other okay. version of that, but yeah. Um, the CS. Think of it that way. Oh, okay. Oh, CSer. Like a harsher yeah. version. Okay, yeah. So you've got two more. Yeah, uh, I can't say the C word. I'm bad C word. Um, one is. Uh, These ones are kind of like, really? Okay. Um, it has to do with... It's it's similar to one of the other ones on the list, but it's the other one. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> oh. Think about the list. <laughs> no, I don't remember all of them. I just have my fingers up. I don't... I it's, don't uh... What is what, the T one? The T what is the acronym one that you listed? Sugar honey iced tea. It's the other one. Oh, piss. Yeah, yeah. You can't use that. Like, um, you can, it depends you on can how say like I'm it. pissed off. Yeah, there's a lot of context because I listen to radio a lot and they are always like having to dump themselves sometimes. But yeah, like you can say I'm pissed off on the radio, but you yeah. can't say like it. I've got to take a like, piss. Like referring to yeah, like a bodily function. So there's mm -hmm. one more. There's one more. It has to do with uh, a specific type of muscle uh, that you might... Your anus? No. Um, <laughs> it has to do with a specific type of muscle, and if, you, if it weren't a muscular area, like if there was a lot of flab there, you might think of it... <laughs> You'd be like, oh, that's that's sexy. It'd be weird if <laughs> a certain person had a lot of muscle there. It's, uh... <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. I don't know how to... Uh, I don't understand. It, it's not the, uh, the P word, is it? The, not the P word. <laughs> no. The cat. No. Um, it is something you typically think of on a woman, I guess. Oh, tits? Yeah, pretty much. It's okay, yeah. tits, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that is, that is his bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is his bit. And then he kind of talks about why. Oh, okay. It's him saying, it's him kind of doing this lead up, and then he's like, there are seven words, and I don't know why. And then he's like, kind of like, beating around the bush, then he just says them. Then he kind of says like, why these are bad and why some of them actually kind of repeat each other and stuff like that yeah it's a decent bit it's old right he's old yeah and now that man is dead he's a i've ever seen he's a, he's not bad if you like go on spotify and find some of his stuff yeah i don't think i've ever heard his stand-up or all right or anything uh <laughs> We have a new segment that we're planning on. Yes. I'm I'm excited to hear about this. It is. I thought of the idea. Uh, I don't... It's called Unjade Jeff. Uh, when... I think I was at the point where I was going through college where I stopped watching movies. Like, dead stop. Um, there are things I would blame on that. Like, I blame some of it. Some of it is just like, eh, I, I don't know. I think I just lost interest, like, dead stop, and I don't know why. 
and I'd like forcibly not watch movies that sometimes I'd even have interest in. Uh, mm-hmm. I sometimes blame it on uh, my dislike of a movie I saw that made me never want to watch movies again, which was uh, I Am Legend. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes blame that movie. Really? But I saw it too. It didn't ruin it that much for me, though. I blame that movie. I, I didn't care for it, and I had written a script at the time for it. And, oh. Eh, I just didn't care for it. But I don't really feel that strongly about it. I don't know. I it, I think part of it has to do with my, you know, my media studies education and kind of my disdain for that, along with other things at the time. But I have, you know, seen movies since then, uh, just not like on a regular basis. Every time, every once in a while, I'd watch something new. And you said, we talked about this a little bit, and you're like, oh, you should watch this. And that movie is Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yes. The newest, well, yeah, the the beginning of a new Star Wars era, after the originals, yes. after the prequels. The first Disney-produced Star Wars major motion picture. J.J. Uh, Abrams. J.J. Abrams, yep. It was, I don't know, Star Wars fan base is very divisive, so I was interested to get your opinion on something that was fresh and new and from the evil mouse corporation yep i did um i think either i bought the movie on uh i think google play because it wasn't on netflix i would (laughs) have just watched it there probably yeah i think last jedi is there but not force awakens which is strange but whatever um and i saw a bunch of i happened to see a bunch of reviews a lot of people were like yeah i really like it a lot of people had an issue that it was a female protagonist. A lot of people had an issue that there was a person of color protagonist, and they were kind of like, I don't like that this is a thing in my movie where there are weird aliens and stuff. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. see a woman in my <laughs> alien movie. Yeah, I know. I can't. I cannot wrap my head around something like that. Like, what? Yeah. I saw a lot of those. Uh, I will say, I enjoyed it. Uh, I have... I uh, I was thinking about trying to, like, refresh myself as far as, like, what the time difference is between, you know, Return of the Jedi and um, Force Awakens. Um, like, as far, not as far as, like, the production, but, like, in their universe and, like, how right. long it's been. Like, it seems like it's gone to crap, like, almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. or, or it was never really resolved when it, like, made it seem like it was. Which would make sense because they made it in like the seventies or whatever. Yeah, I think the uh, like in- the inclination is that it was never really the empire was never really quite abolished. I mean, they they chopped off the head, but there was still it's it spread very far. Yeah, so yeah, I think they never really truly. I think it's like twenty years after. I could be wrong there. That sounds about right. I mean, if you kind of think about you know kylo ben's age right which i was kind of like really kylo i already knew that but i I, i'm sure everyone's made that stupid thing oh it's kylo ben yeah kylo Kylo benjamin i don't know what kylo means but whatever uh some i don't know i did have something sometimes i would see like occasionally kind of dodgy cg which i'm like yeah you know it happens like sometimes the rocks would explode i'm like oh that looks really crappy (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, I was kind of interested. Some of them are just like questions about Star Wars in general. Like I was like, where? How are they getting stormtroopers? Because it's. I think Finn mentions it briefly, but it's kind of like I always kind of was like, how are they getting? Like I guess, like, like if Hitler was invading a thing, like you're part of this thing or we kill you. But it yeah. seems like. I thought, like, some of it had been brought over from Attack of the Clones, but I guess they are just people in those suits. I don't know. Yeah, they were clones in a previous era, but now they're just, like, essentially, like you said, they are Nazis, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I think the Solo movie goes more into detail, because Han Solo used to be a stormtrooper. Oh, okay. Um, so they show a little bit of like, and that's not a great movie, but they show a little no. bit of like the enrollment process and to becoming a stormtrooper. Uh, um, I was curious about the origins of Rey. I know that's uh, like a hotly contested thing about where she, like where she comes from and who she kind of, uh, you know, stems from. Because the thing that they kind of accidentally make, uh, <laughs> maybe it's not. Like, they make it canon in the original movies, then they clarify it in a way that everyone hated in the uh, prequels, which is midichlorians. Yeah. Um, they call them midichlorians, which is this, they're like little beings in you that are passed genetically, which they already had kind of made sense in the originals because it was being passed down. Um, so it would be cool, I guess, if she was related to some famous thing, but... I don't know. I think it'd also be interesting if she was her own little side thing, not related to all this big family. The weird, you know. Right. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be about the Skywalker family. Uh, I wrote down a handful of notes. I was like, wrote down robot empathy. Like I know it's always <laughs> been a thing in in Star Wars to kind of have the droids be a big part of it, but I'm like. How much do they really get? Like, I know it's a you know it's a science right. fiction thing, but I'm kind of like, you know, like there's like no roboticness to them anymore, other than their form. Like, it seems like it's just a human in a robot's body. It's kind of interesting. True. Yeah, there's um, there's a like a sarcastic robot in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And they they get the reasoning for him being sarcastic is like because he's a he's like a bad guy he's an imperial robot but they had to they rewired him to work for the rebels and like by rewiring him they did something to his behavior chip and that's why he's sarcastic so they have like I don't know if robots feel or droids feel but they're like maybe they just emulate feeling to like ease humor the human interaction with them and. They don't really feel. That's just their emul. Their programming is to emulate it. Who knows? Uh, I've got uh, a few things I wrote down as far as like cheesiness, as far yeah. as like uh, references and throwbacks. Like in like there are things I'm like I get the fandom will like this as a thing, but I'm kind of like and part of it is the music flourishes that they throw in there, and some of it I'm like okay I get it. Like when they kind of unveil like R two D two, like there's like this kind of like this like somber like yeah. Well, it's like uh, here he is. Remember this guy? Kind yeah. of like I think it's kind of got that glittery. I don't know. I associate it with glitter. 
like a sounding music where it's like yeah yeah try being i was in the theater opening night for that so every time a character revealed it was like ah yeah (laughs) starts clapping yeah okay they can't hear you snoke design a lot of people i think had been like oh it'd be cool if he looked like an evil yoda like uh you know a little guy that was like uh leading the dark side oh that'd be cool but it's like this massive dude it seems like yeah i don't know i don't know anything about his origin or if they ever get into that or like has he been around since all of the movies or is he just like i don't know that was the first time he was mentioned is is in these movies okay yeah Hmm. yeah i guess that makes sense in this era uh, people are angry about him so. yeah and i i have kind of looked into uh last jedi he dies in that one right yeah <laughs> he gets killed very unceremoniously pretty yeah. much and by never, kylo ben he doesn't get a lot of uh playtime at all it's kind of an well you he's, know I, it's very boba fettish where like boba fett he's built up and then he just falls in the pit yeah uh, the force torture that they use, that Kylo Ren uses, like, a few times. Is oh, he yeah. crushing their head, or is he, like, pulling secrets? Is that what he's doing? I think he's extracting memories somehow, okay. and All it's right. painful. I believe. And then, like, she, Ray, uh, kind of, like, reverses it, where she's, like, pulls it from him and like you don't you'll never be strong as darth vader or whatever she says yeah yeah uh there's a star killer reference which is eh, it's kind of a whatever i don't know if it was meant to be that way but you know force unleashed or star wars unleashed or whatever it is the game yes yeah i've played both of them yeah yeah uh, they mentioned like there's a thing called Star Killer, which is like it's a thing that destroys stars. But I was like, yeah, maybe it's a reference. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. Everything's kind of just this little Easter egg thrown in there. Uh, one of the last parts was like Kylo. Oh, I guess I got a couple more. Kylo Ren's like voice changes quite a bit. Like even like not like when he takes a mask off. Like sometimes he's like really deep thing and then like later on he's like ah, you know it's me kylo ren or whatever <laughs> I'm like it's, it's um, me yeah or at kylo ren <laughs> i don't know i just was like that's kind of weird that i know he's it's supposed to show maybe his struggle between sides or whatever but i don't know it's kind of like all right it's weird yeah he hasn't really grasped me as a darth vader-esque equal at all yeah, he's definitely not as imposing the actor either. I like I don't hate him. I li- I've liked him in other stuff, but Adam Driver. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think he has the right look for it. Honestly, like I know that it, not that he's a bad looking guy. I just feel like I'm like this is the guy I'm supposed to be kind of scared of. He's like this kind of I don't know. He's like a nerd. He's <laughs> like a, like I guess Luke was that way too, but. I'm not True, he's supposed yeah. to be the bad guy and like not imposing he's like kind of get this edgelord thing going on i don't know yeah uh the, i think the last thing was his eventual loss 
slash tie with Ray and Finn, the final lightsaber battle. Uh, he's been undergoing training, and I'm kind of like, shouldn't lose this, right? Like, I get yeah. that, you know, she draws on the Force and, you know, kind of pulls out this power that she will have, but I'm like, she probably shouldn't just, like, straight up be able to beat him, right? Like, I know it right. ends up as a tie, technically. <laughs> and he, he, Have you ever heard of the term, uh, a Mary Sue? No. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. It's, um, I think it originated in a Star Trek episode where they they took a woman on board named Mary Sue and she was just like great at everything and she had no flaws that's um the that's a lot of people's worry about uh Ray is that she's a Mary Sue and that she just comes in and she can kick everyone's ass without training and stuff like that it is kind of like ugh. yeah her flaws that she's headstrong right that's like her flaws that she's stubborn Yes. Yeah, and she's a little naive too yeah. when it comes to People. the rebellion and the big yeah. Yeah, I liked I liked that actress uh, Daisy Ridley. Is that it? Yeah. Yep. And uh, the dude Finn, I liked him too. It's kind of like a this other protagonist that they're kind of bringing into the series. And yeah, I liked all the new characters. Uh, Poe Dameron's pretty cool too. Yeah, I liked him quite a bit. Well. Uh, I don't know, and he. He kind of gets in some stuff where he, you know, hits him in the shoulder or whatever with the lightsaber. Yeah. I'd yeah, be interested uh, to see what they do with his character later on. Yeah, he plays a pretty big role so far. Um, I'm. Do you, so. Did you have any uh, issue? Did you feel like this was almost cookie cutter from? the first star wars where it's like oh there's a big space station we gotta blow it up here's a runaway teen from a desert planet learning to become a jedi learning about the bigger world yeah there are different definitely some parallels but i don't know it was i don't know i, I don't really know how to answer that question it's you know they're trying to do this new thing and they're trying to pull in old stuff and i get why they might want to do that because it's familiar but it I don't know. At some point, they're going to have to veer off into completely unknown territory, which I can see fans not wanting. Like, well, I know people... You're making uh, a lot of accurate predictions about Last Jedi so far. Yeah. Yeah, like, I can... I haven't seen Last Jedi, and I know it had a lot of, you know, fallout from it, as far as its kind of whole deal. I haven't seen it, and I don't know a ton about it. I know, like, bits and pieces, like, you know, Snoke dying or whatever, but I, and I know everyone hated that actress, like, was it Rosemary Tran, I believe? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People hated her for being a woman or something. <laughs> yeah. From what I understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I, you know, I'd be interested to see Last Jedi, I would say that. I, I'm kind of curious of where how this series is going to progress if they want to be this new thing and veer away from what they know, but also kind of keep in this universe. It seems like they should be able to do that, but I can see fans still being like, oh, I don't get it, why are they not doing the thing? And like, they, I don't know. People have to let go of that and accept that it's going into a new era. But I can see right. why there'd be 
people complaining also. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my thoughts exactly too. Cool. Do you have I'm, another movie to recommend for my next one? Um, we did I talk mean, about Scott Pilgrim, didn't we? We did. I personally like that movie. It's it's very lighthearted. It's not. It's definitely it's flashy, and I don't know. I I think it's a fun one to watch. I'll do it. I'll watch All it. All right, cool. Uh, uh, we have one more bit. Yes, uh, of course, Anna maybe did another one. Yep. Um, if you listened to last episode, I watched the first three episodes of the original version of Full Metal Alchemist, and now, seven years later, in 2010, they made Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's which right. is it's a reimagining of it, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I liked this version better. Okay. I, I definitely did. It's uh, definitely brisker, I feel like. Um, it's also the, a longer uh, series, too. Yeah. I feel like they did a lot better a job setting up the world and world building, though, in this episode. Or in this version. Um, the first three episodes are in a different order from... The original series but i think that works a lot better uh they because so the first episode the first two episodes actually it's a two-part episode in the original series is where they go to that desert city and there's they meet father cornello who's a false prophet using like false alchemy then in brotherhood they that is episode three so like by the time they get to this place, the we don't have to they don't have to explain like who the brothers are, how alchemy works, like all that's done and out of the way already, and they can just get through the plot of exposing this guy in the city. Um, that worked a lot better. Uh, they weren't yelling the rules of alchemy at each other so much during their battle, so it was Did you much watch more the engaging. dub again? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, animation is much more engaging too, just because it's like almost a decade later. So it's huge technological leaps in that sort of production. But um, so it was much more fun to watch. Uh, the origin story is done a lot more dynamically in this version than the last one. Like, um, it's Ed Edwin, right? Edwin's the full Edward. metal one. Edward, yeah. Edward, yeah. He, like... So when they go to resurrect their mother in this version, it shows him, like, going through this, like... he meet, Meeting this, like, crazy, weird shadow god being. Yep. And it, like, showing him the door to all knowledge in the world or whatever, and just, like, pouring it in his head. And it's this crazy dynamic sequence that we didn't get in the original at all. And I, I think it added a lot more to like what he went through during that uh when he tr attempted to do human transmutation which was right it's a sin or, or it's yeah. like an unwritten rule that you're not supposed to do this because it's you know messing with people's lives and whatever exactly yeah you're creating life and yeah it's, you're not supposed that. to do that experimentation on humans 
Um, yeah, uh, the, yeah. What did I have for notes? Uh, oh, the they the characters, even like um, Al, the little brother who's in the suit or who is the suit of armor. Yeah. Like I was saying last time, he's got that terrible like soft voice, and he's so soft spoken. And he is in this one, too, but he says a lot less, so it's not as unbearable. I think yeah. everyone says a lot less in this one. Yeah, I mean, you're also three episodes in, so, it you know, you, the world building is still happening. Like, you you know, there's, you know, 61 more episodes, I think. Right. So it's, you haven't gotten far. Yeah, but it's... Um, yeah, and it, I kind of, I had to, it was hard to watch it with fresh eyes since I just watched Full Metal Alchemist last week. It was hard because I was like, oh, this is going to happen. I know this is happening and this is what this is. So it was hard to watch it like that, but I That's I think fair. this version's better. It makes more sense chronologically. Um, they don't like jump back and forth in time a million times in the first three episodes. It's mostly all in chronological order. Um, uh, it's better, but it's still an Anna No for me. I that think. is fine. It's uh, uh, it just doesn't grab me. And That's I feel fair. like they keep yelling about how scientific it is, but <laughs> it doesn't look very scientific. No, it really isn't, and they never really prove that it is. It's very like it looks very magical. I don't know. Yeah. It's I a, get why people like it. I, I'm not knocking it at all. It's just not for me. That's fair. Uh, I guess I have to choose your thing also. Yeah, I will say um, in Brotherhood, it was they... I'm assuming in Full Metal Alchemist, they introduced, like... They had, like, I don't know, what it was. Like, the Rock Fist Alchemist, and I'm the Explosion Alchemist. They had, like... They introduced all the different people. That was cool. I like that. Yeah, they kind of have this. They it's, they're working for the military, so they do introduce like other like Colonel Roy Mustang again, and they <laughs> yeah. introduce uh, uh, Lieutenant Armstrong, who has these big kind of like uh, brass knuckles with spikes on them, all this stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, I like that stuff. I did like that. Lead more with different that, powers. Maybe. Yeah, and I'll take it. It. You like that dynamic cast kind of thing going on, like they did with uh, My Hero Academia or um, right, yeah. Attack on Titan, where you're like, oh, I learned about this guy. This guy's uh, he's strong, but he's not sure of himself. Or this guy, he's a good leader, but he's weak or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah I like I like like team ensembles, like the yeah. Power Rangers and the X Men, and <laughs> yeah. Sure. No, I get it. Yeah. Our powers combined. Uh, I would like to assign you. I've been thinking about this. Samurai Champloo. Yes, all right. I did write that down last time, too. Yeah. So I'll put a star next to it and I'll make sure that's uh, right. Samurai, uh, there's also a lot of rap influences cool. in it. There's also breakdown fighting from one of the characters. Yeah. Two things that I tried in high school. Yep. Rap and breakdancing. Yeah, Not and fighting. I think it's on netflix i can't remember i thought i saw it there maybe it isn't oh i'll find it either way yeah i watched the dub originally uh it's not bad i, I enjoy it 
I don't really have any. Sometimes I'll I'll say watch this one. There's one I've been kind of eyeballing because the dub is really interesting in a specific yeah. way. Like I think they did it incorrectly, so that might be one I have to watch. Okay. Later on. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, we can wrap up. Let's do it. Uh, you can email us at wholegdshow at gmail.com uh, we're at twitter at wholegdshow facebook.com slash wholegdshow wholegdshow.podbean.com uh, rate and review us on iTunes and stuff like that give us five stars and help us get some more listeners tell a friend do all that stuff uh, spread the word um, Caleb O'Ryan does all our music. You can find him on Spotify and other streaming services. What about you? Where can people find you, Jeff? Uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, doing various writing and art stuff, if you like that kind of thing. Uh, I still have the channel stuff that I've been kind of working on as far as YouTube. Uh, I haven't put anything up yet, but I've been working on a thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and uh, we'll be doing Tragedy on the next episode, right? Yep, the complimentary sister episode. Alright, so bring the tissues because we're going to make you sad. Yep. Alright, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.